You'll call somebody, text somebody, slap the shit out of somebody. Let them know that Rodian Radio is live up in this biatch. biatch. You got it locked on Rodian Radio. Yeah, Dr. Dre is in full effect, and I gotta tell y'all a little something. Eze is down with us. MC Ring, you know he's down with us. DJ Yella is down with us. Arabian Prince, you know he's down with us. Tony A. The Wizard is down with us. JJ Fag is down with us. Timmy T, you know he's down with us. DJ Pooh, boy, he's down with us. Toddy B and Spade, they're down with us. My boy Ice Cube, you know he's down with us. I like to mention, so pay attention to where I'm from. Compton, but the tapes are from the rodeum. My name is Dre, listen while I play. And by the way, I'm also down with NWA. Yo, Steve at the rodeum is down with us. Slanging funky tapes, it is a must. We're number one. Welcome back, everybody, to Rodian Radio, episode 89, and I am your host, Tony A. The Wizard. And before I introduce my very special guest, uh, let me go ahead and make a few announcements. First of all, I want to give a shout-out to my boy, Jin, from Fashion Town. Fashion Town is holding it down. One thing that I love about Fashion Town, not only did he bless me with his dope Harbor Area hat and his dope Harbor Area shirt, but Jen loves uh, to b- bump gangsta West Coast music in his store. He plays hip hop. He understands the culture. He knows the culture. And uh, if you want to go get your Ben Davis, your Dickies, your Dickie Shores, your Chonies, your white tees, your work clothes, go to Fashion Town. Hit up Jen. Tell him Tony A sent you. Much love, much respect, Jen. Uh, and other than that, I want to give a big shout out to, and I hope I say it right, Miche La Nalgona. Miche La Nalgona. Miche La Nalgona. She gave me some dips. For uh, you want to dip your cup in it, make yourself a michelada. Uh, this one is tamarindo, and this one's a little mix that you put in a cup. So this is like a michelada, uh, ready to go. Just open it up and pour it in there. So I want to say thank you uh, uh, for blessing me with this. I'm gonna enjoy it a little bit later on. So um, once again, thank you, michelada. So if you don't have any nalgas, I guess you buy one of these, <laughs> try it out, and you'll get some. So so other than that. Um, uh, for those of you that are wondering about the Blu-rays, um, we ran into a little hiccup, so give us a couple of more days and uh, for the documentary, and we'll have that out to you. But other than that, you can go to documentary.com and buy up our T-shirts. Um, our CDs are running out. Uh, the high CCD that I produced in 1991, I'm running out of those. I don't think I'm going to be repressing those again. The mixtapes, four that I did, four that Dre did, are still available. You can get them four for 30, and I'm going to offer something uh, with that uh, before before the show was over but without further ado please allow me to introduce my very special guest episode 89 rocky padilla you heard that (laughs) the crowd goes wild what's up brother i'm good brother i'm good you know what it's been a minute it's been a minute it's been a minute it's been a long minute yeah probably what early 90s early 90s man that was the middle of our action that we're getting down brother yes yes you know what I, i wanted to ask you man because i know we can we can go on hours and talk about history, uh, how we met and right. who we know, et cetera. But how has your weekend been going, man? My weekend's been going smooth. And I'd like to say why. Because my better half, mm-hmm. Monique Valenzuela, takes care of me like no other. Really? Yeah. And it's been a long minute. Uh, we've been, what, 18 years going now, right? 18 years. Where we've been uh, doing the damn thing. And it's a beautiful thing because um, I'm in the best place of my life. That's awesome. Drug free. Uh, 
I drink alcohol maybe once a week. I'm not even, you know, I don't even get like I used to. I'm just yeah. family, music, you know, go to work, take care of business. That's what it's all about. That's right it. There. And this weekend, I was just relaxing with my baby and my my kids, you know, at the house, moms and pops and everybody. That's a beautiful thing, man. I love yeah. to hear stories like that. Um, well, you know what? Since you've uh, been having a beautiful weekend, you've been watching anything good lately on TV, man? You know what? To be honest with you, all I do nowadays is watch the Lakers. Yes. The Dodgers. Yes. And when the Cowboys play. Yes. <laughs> Three teams. Yeah, yeah. We have that in common. Right? He loves the Lakers, and, and we, we advanced. Yes, okay. we did. Yes, we did. Uh, Dodgers fan and Cowboys fan. And you know what? That was what I was tripping out. You're the same thing. What? What are the odds? <laughs> right, right. Exactly. <laughs> That's cool. So so now, um, let me recommend something. If you just want to kill some time, and okay. if you got Netflix, I usually, when I have two hours, I just lay on the couch, turn on the TV. There's a movie called The Old Guard. That's what it's called. We just seen that. Yesterday, no shit. We just seen it. What a trip! My daughter Jackie mm -hmm. told me you got to see this, and I go, okay, well, let's check it out. We're stuck there the whole time. It's dope. <laughs> it was a really good movie. Yeah, it was a really good movie. The ending, the way they were doing those flips and turns and shootings, and uh, yeah, it was wild, man. Now, now let me ask you this: uh, uh, it, it looks pretty predictable. Do you think they'll make a part two, though? Oh yeah, yeah. The way they left, oh yeah, yeah, definitely. Okay, now let me ask you on, on that note, real serious note, a real serious question. Would you want to live that long? That's a good question. I think I would, yeah. Really? Just to spread the word and get it out there, man. Love, man. My, my mom and dad taught me all about love. Okay. And respect, you know, respect your elders, respect your lady. Back in the day, I was a little crazy. You know, yeah. I couldn't heed to that. But now it's, it's nothing but love and respect to the ultimate people that deserve it. Right. The people that don't deserve it, you just shine them on now. I don't even pay no attention to them. <laughs> so you give the love that when love gives you, you give it back. Yes, that's good, man. Now, somebody asked me that because I called up my buddy and I told him, you got to check that movie out. And he goes, I already seen it, bro. I thought it was dope. So he asked me that question. He goes, hey, T, let me ask you a question, man. He goes, Do you, would you want to live that long? And here's what I said. I have three grandbabies right now, okay? okay. Here's the first thing that came to my mind. Do I want to outlive my grandbabies? Oh, I know. That'd be crazy. You know, and then you yeah. could see their kids yeah. and their kids and their kids. And I'm thinking, I, I don't know if I could. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, the other way of turning the flip, flipping the coin is like, wow, that would be crazy to see your grandkids, your great grandkids. That's your great, very true. Great grand so, I mean, it depends how you look at it. Yeah. yeah. This way or that way. <laughs> Can you imagine like 50 generations? And then how was so-and-so? You know, Imagine. you're That's my great, 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 yeah, great, great, yeah. you know, what are you wow. doing here? What are you yeah, doing? <laughs> pretty much. But but it was a good, good, good movie. Man. Yes. I usually recommend movies. So for those of you that are watching the old the old guard on yes. Netflix, other than that, um, we already talked about sports. Ha, you know, I want to ask you, what was it that influenced you to become a Cowboys fan? OK, this goes back to the I want to say the 70s, early 70s. I was, you know, 10 years old, mm -hmm. 11 years old. My mom is from Texas. Okay. Olga Padilla from far Texas, next to McAllen, Texas. So her and my dad were watching the Cowboys all the time. My dad grew up a Rams fan, Cowboys fan. Okay. You know, he likes the Rams and the Cowboys now. He's not, he's not, he doesn't really get into that the way we get it in right, right. our generation. <laughs> but they grew up watching the Cowboys all the time. And I was just seeing the Cowboys like, oh, wow. And they were good in the 70s. Yeah. That's why I fell in love with them. 
They weren't so good in the 80s. They were great in the 90s. Yeah. Now we're still waiting for them to come back. We're still waiting for them to come back. But I'm a diehard no matter what. Yeah. Good or bad. With me, it's funny because my brother, when he used to come home from work, he used to tell me, hey, come here, man. And I was like, what's up? Scratch my back. That's what he used to do. So every Sunday, I'm there scratching the back while he's watching the Cowboys. Oh, what? Okay. Now, I'm a youngster. I'm probably like in second grade. Okay, okay. okay. And he was a Cincinnati Reds fan also oh. during the time of Johnny Bench, Pete Rose, Yeah, 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 yeah. And I kind of liked him, but it was funny because when he would watch us watch the Dodgers as well, because being from here from LA, right? He would like which one do you like better? And I used to always say I like the blue better because that's my favorite color. Yeah, yeah. So that's I kind of switched up on him, and I went Dodgers. Okay, so I've been holding it down with Dodgers that's since right, then. That's right. And uh, but I stood with college team that he liked Notre Dame, so I like Notre Dame football. Okay. So that's you got right. a, you got a, a, a college football team? I really, you know what. I've, I really don't follow college a lot, but when I when I watch something, my lady and I, both USC Trojan okay. football, okay. UCLA basketball. Okay. So I'm really not really, I don't really like one or the other, you know, as far as schools, mm -hmm. but programs, UCLA basketball program is one of the greatest, and USC football is one of the greatest, of course. So, so you know, for the people that may not know uh, and uh, people that want to know a little bit more about you, wh where were you raised? Like, uh, what did you grow up at? Well... In my, uh, I want to say, uh, when I was born, I was born in Montebello, uh, okay. Beverly Hospital. Mm -hmm. So at that time I was born, we were living in Whittier, okay. California. So right next door to my grandmother. Okay. So it was beautiful, man. My grandmother, rest in peace. She, she lived to be 99. My wow. grandma, Reina, Padilla, rest in peace. So I was living next to her maybe till the um, uh, five, six years. Then we moved to Hacienda Heights. So... Since then, I've been in Hacienda Heights, California, which is my, you know, my stomping grounds. Then we moved there. I moved to different cities here and there. Mm -hmm. Then we ended up in Ontario, California. Okay. So we had our daughter, Melody, mm -hmm. and she's going to Chafee High School in Ontario. Okay. So that's kind of what we, you know, kind of we did. We grew up in Hacienda Heights, went to Ontario, mm -hmm. back in Hacienda Heights, back in Ontario. So we're back and forth, but okay. Hacienda Heights is where I grew up. What elementary, junior high, and high school did you attend? Palm Elementary in Hacienda Heights. Palm Elementary in Hacienda, I was like three blocks away from my house. Okay. And then uh, Orange Grove Junior High School in Hacienda mm -hmm. Heights. I was right down the street. What, what I was telling my uh, daughter, uh, we'd go to, I'd ride my bike to Orange Grove. And then, you know, I had a bunch of homies back then. We'd all walk down to the In-N-Out. So I grew up <laughs> in In-N-Out, In-N-Out boy. From In-N-Out, we'd go to the homies pack, hang out, you know. We're 13, 14. Yeah. So Orange Grove was my junior high. I then went to uh, Los Altos High School. Okay. Yeah, so and I graduated from there, 84, 85. Somewhere around there. 84. Huh? Sounds good. <laughs> what, 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 uh, did you play any sports growing up? Yes, I did. Yes, I was, uh, I was real heavy into football. Mm -hmm. I was a lineman, uh, middle linebacker. Um, one thing I remember my coach saying um, in high school, I was a ninth grader, and I was one of those guys that are always ready, and then – the coach would tell the guys all the time, why can't I have 11 Padillas out there? And everybody's like, oh, because I was always one of the guys that were always looking for it. You know, get him, Rock, get him, get him, you know. Right, right. So I was in heavy in the football, and then I was in the wrestling. So, okay. yeah, I was I was doing what I had to do. You know, like, like high school wrestling? Not, high school not, wrestling. Not lucha libre. No lucha. No, no. no. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't get that till after. I <laughs> Okay. Yeah, so football wrestling, and then, uh, of course, basketball. After I got out of high school, I started playing that a lot. Okay. Okay. And uh, um, growing up in a Latino home, 
What type of um, music would you say you were raised with as a kid growing up? I'm glad you asked that. So my mother being from Texas, my dad, Daniel Padilla being from East L.A., mm -hmm. he's OG. He likes the good old uh, boleros. Yes. So, uh, I mean, to this day, he listens to cha-cha-cha, he listens to boleros. So we grew up listening to that. Plus, I don't know if you remember, but we grew up listening to Q102 yeah. FM. Uh-huh. Yeah, with Lucky Pierre. Lucky Pierre. So we were big Q102 fans. Uh, K-Day, 1580 K-Day. Yes. That's all we're listening to. Because uh, we grew up more uh, more Chicano style than okay. more of a Mexicano style. So okay. we, we loved the R&B. We loved the rap. We loved the disco. I go through all those phases in my life. Man. It's crazy. <laughs> Wait, did you ever get into like the new wave disco slash high energy era? Well, what I did uh, in the 90s, uh, 80s, late 80s. Yeah. We had a group called Sugar Style. Okay. Okay. Weekend Toys we did in 87 or 88. Weekend Toys. Was that a a, a, a car club? or the a car club. Truck club. Truck club. And we Nissan? did a song from. You know Weekend what? Toys, Weekend Toys. That was us. We did it. Me and my brother, Danny Boy, rest in peace. And my cousin, Bobby um, Gonzalez. Yeah. And then uh, what we did is uh, we used to do high energy stuff. My cousin Chaz, wow. uh, Brian Padilla, we, he used to, he's a big producer now. Chaz, he's out in Texas right now. But he used to do the music. I used to do the music. We had a bunch of cats with us. This is a big old following. George Estrada, uh, Albert Estrada, Victor Estrada. And then we had all the, the followers that would just come and hang out and make sure we were good. Yeah. While we did the entertaining, right. through the, it was all high energy back then. Wow. But as far as high energy, I was doing the high energy beats, but rapping over them. So... Doing the, because I did the beats back then as well. Right, right. So I did like the funky high energy beats, and then we were rapping over it. I was singing over it, kind of making a new style. Kind of like what house, in a sense. Remember there was house, and then there was oh, yeah. hip house. Hip house, there yeah. you go. And then they called it trip house after that. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. That was a style. But weekend toy, I remember seeing that, dude. Yeah, yeah, wow. that was crazy. That's awesome. Now they were playing that on Power 106 back in the day, and I remember going to um, the Casa Camino Real. I think we're yes. in a limo, and they started playing on the radio. We pulled over the limo. We had like two limos. We were going to go play at the casa, and they started playing on the radio. We all jump out of our car. We're all happy, raising our hands <laughs> up in the middle of the street, and everybody's tripping a honking. Wow, wow. It was cool. a trip. Okay, let's back up a little bit because I want to ask you is, okay, you obviously you mentioned 1580 KD, so you listen to obviously all the hip hop that oh, yeah. you know, KD gave us. Yes. Now, what was it because you're a singer okay right uh, uh and you also rapped um but what was it or who was it or what did you see what did you hear that inspired you to you know i'm gonna start writing some raps or i'm gonna start singing what came first the singing or the rapping well it was um actually the music came before anything i was playing okay bass guitar i was playing piano playing guitar playing drum me and my brother rest in peace we're okay. playing them together so before i did any other thing we're playing music so live music. Yes. I was in the room 12, 15 hours a day trying to playing along to different uh, CDs or albums back then. Okay. I was putting on Cameo, Lakeside, Confunction, and then I'd even put Kiss. I'd even put uh, ACDC, just yeah. playing along to them, trying to learn. How do they do that? Yeah. Before And then after I learned music, then I started singing. My grandmother, uh, Raina, rest in peace, she said, I want, I want you to sing. I want you to sing Spanish. So... I think one of the very first songs I learned was Sabor a Mi. Sabor a Mi. For my grandma. Yeah. So I started playing music first, uh -huh. then singing, and then the rapping came in 
what the late 80s with the the sugar style group we had uh okay. calvin cooper high c he was a uh, the other rapper singer and then uh we had a uh, bobby tyree and my brother danny boy okay now the music part now what made you say i want to start playing was it just the, the, the love for music my dad okay he had well i was in his band since i was 10 years old okay so he has a band called the padilla brothers okay my dad my three uncles which two of them uh, uh one of them my uncle fido he's the one that taught me everything i know fido okay. padilla he's gone rest in peace uh it was and my uncle richie my older uncle richie and then uh, his older brother and then my uncle alex okay. all them me and my brother so there was five of us and then uh they were playing every weekend they were doing weddings they were doing quinceaneras they were doing parties so me and my brother were there every weekend we were loaded in one van with all the equipment me and my brother in the back like this driving around to each location that's how we grew up every wow. weekend my mother olga padilla just sitting there and doing everything she's recording every show we have we have probably thousands of cassette tapes my mom would tape every show from back in the day really? back in the 80s 90s just audio or also audio video? all audio it's all cassettes wow back in the day so it was a family thing of course every weekend every friday saturday sunday right. we're going some different city east l.a down east or Reed, or wherever it was we're always in that okay. band cramped yeah. and, and, and was this just like for uh fairs uh weddings weddings yes weddings uh we'd actually do uh what's that place we did the um those uh, speaking of fairs uh -huh. they'd have uh the one in montebello they had the okay. uh, uh they do it every year once a year okay. i forgot the name of the place but um we play every year there we play every year at this one we go to this one we go to this one we play in east l.a a lot festivals. which one festivals. yeah the festival they're all festivals okay. so we did a lot of festivals a lot of weddings the weddings was our thing we'd always do weddings and it was always my dad on drums my brother started playing saxophone my uncle was on piano we used to have a bass player until I was 10 years old. And I remember this bass player looking at me and saying, you'll never be as good as me. Really? I said, all right. And I remember that. Wow. To this day, I remember that. It stood in my mind. And now I can honestly say I'm better than him. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know what? I wanted it because he told me I'll never be as good as him. So I fought. And uh, I don't want to say his name, John Lopez, but, um, you know, just so... <laughs> My mom and dad are laughing right now because we're just talking about him. We're looking for him actually on Facebook. John Lopez, I want to see. I haven't heard of him if he's uh, still around. His father, Louis Lopez. John, wait, let me make sure. No, I'm sorry. I take that bet. John Ortega. Okay. That's his name. John Ortega from East LA. If you're out there, if you know him, anybody, <laughs> looking for him. I want to play bass for him. Wow. No, but that's how it started back in the day. Wow. Now, now do you think he was trying to use reverse psychology to encourage you? Or do you think he really meant it from the gut? You know what? He was such a bad boy. That boy can sing. He was playing bass. And then he see me. I'd be in the back trying to learn, you know, doing this. And he'd, ah, you'll never be like me. You'll never be as good as me. So I think he meant it. Wow. Maybe he wanted to, you know, make me better. Right. But uh, he was a bad boy. You know, it's funny because I told my son stuff like that when uh -huh. he was younger. I go, man, you'll never be as good as dad. Yep. You know, and on purpose, I'd encourage him, uh, go with them, train them, whatever. Yep. And then I'll just tell him, you're better. You're better. You're better. <laughs> hey, I should tell my nephews that Roman and Eli and my son, Andrew, we'd be playing basketball. Ah, you guys never. <laughs> they were like three feet. <laughs> yeah. They grew up to be six foot two. No, and now they're, yeah, they're, I don't even play. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's funny. Okay. okay. So now you go, you grow up 
uh, uh, with the family, if you will, uh, oh, yeah. band, uh, family, uh, musicians. Mm -hmm. So you grew up playing. Now you start getting into singing for your grandma, Sabora Me. About how yes. old were you around that time? I was a teenager. Um, might have been 15, 16, maybe. Okay. That's when I wanted to start singing. And then I, and I heard myself say, wait a minute, I could do this. Because I used to listen, while I was practicing, I used to listen to Howard Hewitt from Shalimar. Okay. I always wanted to be Shel uh, Howard Hewitt. That was my main guy that I wanted to sing wow. like with his falsetto voice. Mm -hmm. I wanted to be that guy. And I wanted to be that guy. Never made it to where he's at, but I can come close. I can come wow. close. But that's my mentor right there as far as singing. So I wanted to be him. And then... You know, listen to, you know, greats back in the right. day, um, you know, I mean, even the, the lakesides, the confunctions, all them, you know, war, tierra. I grew up listening to those cats. Yeah. Well, oh, let me tell you a story real quick. No, no, take your time. About 13, <laughs> maybe 12, 13 years old, sitting with my mom and dad every weekend and my brother, we'd be uh, watching the, um, uh, they, they used to have a festival every year in uh, East LA. And I can't remember what it's called, but... They'd have Tierra, War, El Chicano, Mal. They have everybody. Wow. That whole every every year it was like a it was like a Cinco de Mile festival, but it was a festival. And I told myself one of these days I'm gonna be on stage with the cats. And that's sure awesome. enough, I'm yeah. playing with Tierra, I'm playing with War, I'm playing with El Chicano, I play with Malo, I play with everybody, and kind of like we're mutual friends now. Now I don't just look up to them. I am them where they're at. Yeah. Back in the day, now I'm with them, like wow. Wow. So I tell my kids, I tell my grandkids, I tell whoever, man, just keep on fighting for your dream. That was my dream, yeah. to be on stage with them one of these days. And I went on, I started going on tour with, with Tierra back in the 90s. Wow. We started in Arizona. That's it was awesome. crazy. You, you, you're blowing me away right now with your story, man, because like... I like the fact that you said, one day I'm going to be up on stage with those guys. Yes. And you made it happen. I had to. I just wanted to. I wanted it. That's awesome. Yes. Man. And my mother and father were the biggest influence that they got me and my brother wherever we wanted. So back in the day, we wanted to play bass. They bought me a bass. My brother wanted to play drums. They bought him drums. He wanted to play sax. They bought him a sax. I wanted to play guitar. They got me a guitar, the piano, you know. So they, they made it happen as far as us not just dreaming it, but living it. Yeah. Through them, and, and they're still with us, and they, they're my biggest fans to this day. That's, that's a beautiful yes. thing, man. Um, now, here we go, we go from uh, playing music, from uh, singing, now to rapping. Yes. W what encourages that? Was it just like, let me just try it? Well, it was, you got to remember, it was the early 90s. It was, well, 88. Yes. We're on tour. We're, I mean, we're doing the Santa Fe Spring Swap Meet back then. It was La Mirada Swap Meet. Yes. So... And now, I'm glad you said that because I still call it La Mirada. So do I sometimes. It's wow. funny. While we're doing that in the 80s, 85, 86, 87, something even earlier, 83, 84, that's when we used to get the gigs. Nobody there. 50 people, 40 people enjoying it, having a good right. time. Each year, you know, 100 people, then 200 people, then 5,000 people. Now it's whatever they have now until this pandemic. They had a lot of people at that damn concert. So, man, but we were there in the beginning. Yeah. And we started there. It was crazy. Okay. So so the rapping kicks in. That's where the rapping kicked in back in then, yeah. So, so you just started like, let me just try. Well, I used to listen to um, uh, my boy uh, Ice-T. Okay. And then uh, me and Frost, we grew up together. Okay. And we're going to get a little bit into that after the break. Okay. But continue, please. And then uh, we li I listened to all the East Coast rappers, you know. And then um, 
Curtis Blow. I grew up listening My to... My favorite. Yeah, so all them cats listening to them. I was a DJ. Oh, I forgot to tell you. I was a DJ, too. Sorry about that. <laughs> I was a DJ. You did everything, bro. I had to, bro. I, awesome. love, I love music. So I would be DJing all the nightclubs when I was like 17 years old, 18. I go to Frenchies and La Puente and wow. uh, Mr. J's. Mr. And so, J. You so wear Brandies? Brandies. Yeah, I wear Brandies. Wow. So we, I'd be DJing. And then, you know, of course, listen to the rappers. I can do that. Why not? Let's try to get Sugar Style to rap. And started writing down raps, listen to the guys. Then, before you know it, I'm freestyling off the top of my head. I, I can do it. I'm not great, but I can get by. And that's what I do to this day. I can get by. I ain't great. My lady laughs at me. She's like, what are you doing? You're over 50. You shouldn't be rapping. <laughs> it's funny. I love it. Oh, man. But you know what? No, I, I love it because, you know what? You didn't let no one tell you it can't be done. Nope. You said, I'm going to do it. And you did it. No matter how it sounded, I just said, I'm going to go with it. And if somebody likes it, cool. And if nobody likes it, that's cool too. You know what? And that should be an encouragement for possibly some youngster out yes. there. Yes. Yeah. No matter what. Yes. You're right. Keep keep it pushing. Yep. Keep going. Don't doesn't matter what anybody says. Mm -mm. If you believe in yourself, keep going. Even if you're drawing, anything you're doing, no matter what, if you love it and it's in your heart, you brought it out, then so be it. If they don't like it. If they do... Work on that. That's what I did. I went to the people that love me. Where was a lot of people. We did a, uh, I do love you, Hispanic MCs back in the day. Yeah, yeah. We sold a hundred thousand copies back in the day when there was no internet, no phones, no nothing. Nowadays, people are making videos. They're getting a million views, two million views. So imagine what I would have done back then yes. if they would have had that. A hundred thousand copies in the nineties. Yes, is crazy. It's yeah. unheard of back in the day. Then look at Kid Frost. Look at how big he was. Yeah. Look at ALT. Look at all these cats. So they had a vision like I had a vision. And they went with it and we pursued it. That's awesome, man. Yeah. We're here to talk about it and laugh about it. That's it. That's awesome. That's awesome. Okay, now, uh, we got about a couple of minutes before we go to break. Now, it, tell me a little bit about um, the the Hispanic MCs. How did that, that form? I know I may be jumping a little bit ahead. No, no, but no. I just want to give the people a little bit of taste before we go to yeah, break. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But Hispanic MCs. Hispanic MCs, that came out, I mean, I, I might be wrong with these dates because I'm bad with dates. So right. it might be the 90s. Um, I don't know, mid-90s. Maybe the late 90s, early 2000s. I can't remember exactly when we came out, but um, we were on uh, On The Spot Records, Bill Walker. Uh -huh. That was his uh, label, On The Spot Records. So it wasn't Thump. It wasn't Thump yet. It okay. was On The Spot Records. So he had a bunch of people he was bringing out. Uh, quickly, how I met Bill, I was at a, I was at the swap meet, La Ramada swap meet, and he was hustling, selling, you know, doing his thing, selling tapes, selling records, which what he does. You know, he's a hustler, and he's, a, he's good at that. So I was there just sitting back. We had our band, Sugar Style, together. We're like, what do we do with this? So I walked up to him, hey, uh, I heard you sign artists. He goes, yeah, yeah, I do. He goes, okay, cool. I gave him a cassette. I go, check this out. This is me and my group. We recorded it in my mom's in the front room. Okay. So I go, we're going to have, we're going to rehearse tomorrow. Why don't you come by and check it out? Goes, All right. So Bill Walker shows up at my house and we're playing live music. My cousin Robert, my brother Danny, myself, we're, and George Estrada, we're all right there playing. Right. He walks in, hey, this is Bill Walker, blah, 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 whoop, whoop. And I asked him, hey, did you check out that tape? And he goes, nah, I just liked your style, liked your enthusiasm. That's what he liked. That's the only reason why he came to my house. Wow. And the rest is history. He got me on stage. He got me on the Lowrider Magazine tour. So Bill has a lot of what, what I did growing up in music. He had a lot to do with it. So that's why I really don't like talking bad about anybody of what they did in life. It's their decision. That's cool. But this man, he brought me into the music world. Wow. Yeah, so that's why I give him a lot of respect and a lot of love. 
Okay. Okay. Great. Uh, we're gonna come back and we're gonna pick up on that. And we're gonna talk a little bit about you and Kid Frost growing up. All right. Okay? So, okay, everybody, we're gonna go ahead and take a break. So make sure you guys go get yourself a modelo, get yourself some chilaquiles, get your popcorn ready, get yourself something because this is about to get really, really good. So make sure you call somebody, take somebody, slap the shit out of somebody, let them know that Rocky Padilla's in the motherfucking building, and we'll be back in ten minutes. Welcome to Rodian Radio, and I am your host, Tony A. The Wizard. We started a GoFundMe page because we need you to help us meet our goal. And our goal is to release a Chicano rap documentary. And we need you to be a part of this. Everyone who contributes will have certain incentives offered to them. For an example, I'll name one. Your name will be on the credits of the film. Everyone who gives, everyone who contributes, uh, their name will be on the credits. That's just one thing that we have to offer it. But yet, if you read the description, you see other incentives for your contribution. If you've seen the Rodian Mixtape documentary, you will not be disappointed with this documentary shining light on Chicano rap, the Chicano culture. It is something that can be used as an educational tool uh, now and in the future. So once again, help us meet our goals so that we can start production. And remember this, we have a voice and we will be heard. Welcome to Rodium Radio and I am your host, Tony A. The Wizard. We started a GoFundMe page because we need you to help us meet our goal. And our goal is to release a Chicano rap documentary. And we need you to be a part of this. Everyone who contributes will have certain incentives offered to them. For an example, I'll name one. Your name will be on the credits of the film. Everyone who gives, everyone who contributes, uh, their name will be on the credits. That's just one thing that we have to offer it. But yet, if you read the description, you see other incentives for your contribution. If you've seen the Rodian Mixtape documentary, you will not be disappointed with this documentary shining light on Chicano rap, the Chicano culture. It is something that can be used as an educational tool uh, now and in the future. So once again, help us meet our goals so that we can start production. And remember this, we have a voice and we will be heard. Welcome back everybody to Rhodium Radio episode 89. Wow, 89. Uh, we're almost at 100. We're almost at 100. So uh, once again, everybody, uh, I'm not going to waste any time, but we're going to go ahead and jump right back into it. Rocky Padilla is in the motherfucking building. Yeah, doing, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> you going to play something, brother, or what? I'm going to play something, man, because... Uh, You're going to tease us a little bit? I have to, because I got moms and pops watching, and although they love me talking, they want to see me singing and playing. <laughs> Let's do this. All right, hey, take so, your time, bro. Take your time. All right. So uh, a lot of people out there, I know there are uh, a lot of first-timers that seen Tony, man. This guy's doing it big. So you guys need to uh, subscribe. Thank you. Check bro. out all your people. Man. I've, I've been peeping that. That's crazy, all the people you have on here. <laughs> you have my, a lot of my brothers and sisters on here. That's good. Thank you. Good. say hello to my granddaughter Ellie I want to say hello to my grandson CJ I want to say hello to my grandkids Lily and Drew and Delilah rest in peace my baby you're a real 
Mexican from Hacienda Heights. Ow! Five string, right? Five string, man. That's that's right. That's my uh, that's my my base of choice right now. The five wow, yeah. wow. You know, during this whole pandemic thing that jumped off earlier this year, uh, I, I pretty much already know the answer, but I have to ask: What is one thing that you miss doing that you cannot do now? Wow, of course, it's playing live um, for my fans, of course. Yeah, my family, my friends. Uh, I have a nice following out there. Um, what I what I do, well, what I did before the pandemic was playing with uh, different bands that would call me, and there's so many that I, you know, yeah. it's, it's tough to name them all. But uh, you go look at my Facebook. Well, that's another thing. Um, I took my Facebook off. Uh, we're gonna start a whole new Facebook for Rocky Padilla. Okay. So a lot of people were asking me, "What happened? What happened?" I said, "Well, uh, I'm taking a break. I want to do it right." So. The biggest thing I miss is doing that live Facebook thing, uh, playing live for everybody. And okay. Hopefully, you know, it happens where we can do it live again, you know, go yeah. to con. They're doing it now, but, um, you know, in their cars and stuff, yeah. which is cool. Let's be safe, you know, but yeah. I just can't wait till it comes back so we can go to the casino and I'm playing. Everybody's having fun, you know. Everybody's drinking, partying, yeah, dancing. Yeah, a good time like we usually do. But that, That's what it's all about right there. Yeah. Brother. That's awesome. Now, uh, uh, I want you to save your thumbs because I want you to jam a little bit more a little bit, in a little while. Yes. But I wanted to ask you a little bit about uh, growing up with uh, Kid Frost. For people that may not know, can you kind of just share that a little bit? Please? Yeah, 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 yeah. Back in the... Play it, baby. Oh, back in the, uh, I want to say the 80s. Okay. I grew up in Hassan Heights. 
So uh, uh, Frost would come around. He uh, he used to kick it with the Ramirez brothers. Okay. Artie Ramirez, Ruben Ramirez. Mm -hmm. uh, not Richard Ramirez. Not Richard. No, no, that was the primo. No, <laughs> no they, uh, part of his entourage okay. was uh, the Ramirez family. Uh, God, I mean, I love the Ramirez family. Those are my brothers. Yeah. And uh, they kind of brought Frost around. So, you know, we back in the 80s, we were... Um, we're doing a little couple of shows together. We're uh, uh, doing a little friendly battle together. Okay. It, was, it was cool. It was friendly. It was never nothing out of this world and crazy. Of course, he had the bigger stage. You know, he was yeah. he was up there. He was big time, and I was up and coming. Uh, the only difference was um, he was rapping and I was singing at the time. Okay. So I would never, you know, battle anybody rapping. So we just kind of. Became friends. Uh, right. He took me and my brother, rest in peace, uh, Frost. He took us to uh, the studio when uh, Snoop Dogg was doing his Snoop Doggy Dog. So we went to the studio with him, and Dre was there, and all the guys were there. And there just so happened to be two keyboards there. And Frost goes, hey, man, check out the Padilla brothers. Me and my brother were jamming. So Dre and Snoop were like, what? Mexican cats over there. And we're getting down. We're, you know, yeah. my brother was... He was funky, man. I'm funky. Yeah. So they were tripping. So Frost kind of, we grew that relationship. We were hanging out. We were doing a lot of shows together. You know, so it was cool. We've been back in the 80s to the 90s till now, you know. Awesome. Awesome. So now let's back up a little bit on how uh, was Hispanic MCs, for the people that may not know, the first group that you were a part of? No. Okay. No. There was a, a, a group called 3AM we put together. Okay. Myself, my brother, Danny Boy, and uh, George Estrada. Okay. Uh, we did a lot of love ballads. We used to have a girl, uh, Sugar Babe. She was a rapper. She was like 10 years old. Really? She used to rap with us. Okay. And uh, we did a few songs. On, it was on, uh, on the Spot Records. Okay. Yeah, with Bill Walker. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. And, and how long did that last before you guys went into the Hispanic MC? Exactly. That's the, the way it went. It was 3 a.m. for maybe two, three years. Okay. Four years. And then automatically, boom. We came up with this "I Do Love You" song. It just blew up, yeah. and we were we went we changed our name to Hispanic MCs. And well, 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 why why was that? Is it because uh, you maybe it was just two of you guys, or you know? Well, yeah, well, it was two of us doing the rapping and the singing. Okay. Um, my brother was playing the sax okay. in the band, and then my uh, we used to have a guy by the name of Tic Tac. He was uh, like the crowd. He get the crowd going wild, and my cousin Chaz he did the beats. My Brian, okay. Padilla. So it was kind of a mixture of everybody. But the Lowrider Magazine tour, they only wanted two guys on the tour. Really? And it had to be the main guys. It couldn't be anybody else but this and that. So I kind of had to choose, you know, hey. So 3 a.m. ended, Hispanic MC started. You know, and, and that's the hard part because I know, I know exactly how that is. I had um, MC Magic here one time. Right, right, right. Okay, and he shared how... They were on a promotional tour. Okay. You know, and for people that may not know what a promotional tour is, you don't get paid. Right. You're just out there touring and uh, um, you're promoting yourself pretty right. much. Okay. And sometimes these people tell you it could only be two, it could only be three. And he was just sharing how he had a, a ugly split with some of the members. Did any of that happen with you? Yeah, it kind of did. They didn't want anybody else involved. And like, they're sending us on a plane. Right. You know, they're only paying for two of us, you know, and at the time we weren't getting paid a lot. We were getting paid, but right. to cover us and, you know, they'd always get us rooms. And if we did a local place, then mm -hmm. the guys would come. 
they drive to San Diego, they drive to uh, El Paso. But the other shows, they send us to Chicago, they'll send us to Hawaii, they send us to Denver, Albuquerque, yeah. Washington. So all those places, they couldn't come, of course. Yeah. And they just wanted to. So that's how we just jumped in the scene and we said, let's go, let's, let's okay. you know, take over. Okay. Now, as far as with Bill, when did it turn from that record label to Thump Records? And were you still with him? Well, uh, yeah, I was, um, he was working with Lowrider Magazine. Okay. With Albert Lopez. And uh, he, he did the change, I guess, for whatever reason. I don't know exactly the reason why he changed the name, but On The Spot Records was no more. And it was all about Thump Records. So he started signing a lot of people. And I was on the first CD, you know, the volume oh, one. I right. did, uh, we did like uh, All About Me and You, uh, mm -hmm. Hispanic of C with Kid Frost. Uh, I did uh, Confessing a Feeling that I sang that went real big in the, you know, the Mexican community. The, what else was the other song? We did like three songs on that CD. Okay. And he was on the spot. And so Lowrider Magazine started promoting on, um, Thump Records, I'm sorry. And Thump Records blew up. As you know, they, yeah. were, they were big for a while. Tony G was with them for a while. A lot of cats were with them. Yeah. yeah. Uh, now, now, were you with them at the time um, um, just to give people who possibly may not have ever heard of Thump Records? I'm sure they have, but right. we're thinking of L.A., but maybe outside of L.A. Right, right. Uh, what other groups were there or were signed to build when you were with them? Oh, man. Uh, so you had Frost was with them. Not signed to him, but he, he was on his label. Uh -huh. JV, ALT. Uh, slow pain. Mm -hmm. I know we remember slow pain, and then he started getting. I mean, Tony G was with them, and then he started getting like big names. He started signing them for one deal, maybe one record deal or something. Right. So I mean, big names uh, that you hear everywhere that would go through Bill. Everybody's going through Bill Walker now. You know, okay. In the early '90s, late '90s. Yeah, because I remember, like I was telling you before the show, that one of the last times that I well, we were up on stage together, you were at at the Gavin with Bill Walker. Yeah, at, yeah. In San Francisco. And uh, yeah, I remember that. Yeah, it was a lot. I mean, my boy Cosme was with them. Uh, I think High C had a couple songs on there. I don't know if he bought them. Or it, it was a compilation. Compilation. There you go. Yeah, yeah I remember that. I remember because that. I remember Bill wanted me to, to do. He, he he heard this one instrumental song that I did uh -huh. that I had did for High C. Okay. And he said I want it. And I said, Well, he hasn't rapped on it. And he goes, No, I just want the beat. See, yeah. yeah. So, so I said, Well, who's gonna rap on it? And he goes, No, I don't care. He, he <laughs> said, I just want to put it out, and he did. Wow. And he paid me. I was like, oh, okay. You know, cool. Cool. Go ahead. Uh, now, here's, an here's another name that may ring a bell. Uh, I don't know if she was ever signed or just was a part of Thump, but Daza. Oh, yeah. That's a, yeah, she yeah. was with Thump. Yeah, she was yeah. with Thump. Oh, huh? yeah. Yeah. Uh, a lot of people just think that she was just this lowrider car show girl. But Right, right. No, no. A another story. Uh, back in the 80s, uh, late 80s. I want to say early 90s. I'd say 90. Because okay. I can't remember exactly when, but... I remember the guys were all at the house and Dazza was over mm -hmm. and me and her were writing music together. We're writing a song. Okay. So the guys go, hey, we're going, to, we're, we're going to take a ride. Let's go. Where are you going? We're going to Ensenada. Let's go. I go, nah, nah, nah. I'm cool, dog. I ain't driving. I'm good. So the guys got in the car and they split to, uh, to uh, Ensenada. Me and Dazza and uh, I think my brother stood back and we're working on music at, at my house, at my mom's house at the oh, time. Oh, wow. So Dazzle was with us. We're writing music together. So she was heavily into music, big time, before yeah. she did all that. Yeah. Share you, share you a story uh, uh, about Dazza that people may not know, okay? 
one of my boys, I guess he's talking to some girl, you know, and he's mm-hmm. all whooped on her. And he was like, come on, man, I need you to DJ tonight. And I was like, tonight? And it was already like, I want to say like Friday, 7 o'clock. And he was like, we're trying to go like right now. I'm like, dude, why didn't you tell me like beforehand, you know? Yeah. So he convinced me and he paid me. He paid me out of his own money. I'll give you at least like 300 bucks. And I was like, for how long? He's there. Like, he said like from 9 to maybe 12. And I was like, okay, but you going to buy me something to eat after? And he said, yeah. <laughs> That's so, right. so we went, and it's funny here. My turntables consisted of a realistic mixer from Radio Shack. Okay. Two old, old, beat up used twelve hundreds that I that I bought off the street, and two speakers that somebody, some crackhead stole from a church, <laughs> and he gave to me. Yeah. yeah. But, they, but they banged. Okay. So we showed up, and it just happened to be a girl's birthday. I didn't know who it was, but yeah. my friend was talking to another girl. I see Daza walking, what? and I said. Wow, who's this? I remember I asked her, how old, how old are you? I don't know if she lied, but she said she was, uh, uh, it was 1991. She said she was 19. That's what ah. she said. Okay. So I DJed the whole time. And then after, uh, when we're uh, leaving, I, I just, it clicked on my mind because I said, hey, we're filming a video uh, next week. And I said, would you like to be in it? And she says, well, what song? And I said, we're doing a song called I'm Not Your Puppet. And we're, <laughs> we're filming it at the Rhodium Swamp Meets. And, uh, and they were like, at the swamp, you're going to film a video at the swamp? And I go, well, yeah, that's kind of where it started for us. So we just figured we'd do it. Yeah. She said, all right. So I had this guy from uh, Australia named Ian Fletcher call her, mm. met up with her. She, they said, yeah, she could be in the video. And she gets mad at me because she said, hey, I went over there. The guy just looked at me and he said, oh, you're perfect. You're good. He said, but because I guess she went from Laguna Hills all the way to like Hollywood or somewhere, you know. Oh, and, uh, and I was like, but you got it. You're going to get paid, you know. <laughs> And anyway, she was on my I'm Not Your Puppet video. Yeah, yeah. And then I'm her high C tells me, hey, man, take her on tour with us. She could be our dancer. Wow. And we took her on tour. No way. I didn't know that. Yeah. And I just barely met her. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, we, we, we did, uh, uh, we toured with the Ghetto Boys, EPMD, Daza Banks. Yeah. You know, we did a lot of dope shows with her. Yeah. But, and after that, I, I think I seen her like from time to time. That was pretty much it. But, wow. Yeah. yeah uh, uh, every time I, I needed ad libs from a girl, uh-huh. I call her up. And out to the guy, pay her 200 bucks. She just do some ad lips and she would nice. do it. Nice. Yeah, she did stuff with Melo, uh, Lawless, a bunch of a bunch of uh, other oh, okay. stuff. Okay. Yeah, so. Yeah. I see her on uh, Facebook once in a while. She's still yeah. out there. Yeah. As a matter of fact, somebody recently t- told me, uh, Tony, you need to go ahead and book this girl, but I don't have her number or anything like that. Yeah, so, um, so. Facebook, you probably yeah. find her. But now, so Hispanic MCs, uh, uh, so you were already signed to Bill Walker. Right. Okay. Uh, how far the Hispanic MCs go? Because you were telling me you were on the Lowrider Corsho tour. It took us a lot of years. It took okay. us a lot of years. Uh, I want to say it started 1990, 91. Okay. okay. Um, we got our song on the radio in 92. It started in San Diego. Mm-hmm. Uh, somebody just played it out of nowhere. I Do Love You. And it just took off. It blew up. It started playing in Texas, Denver. And every Southwest right. city was playing it. Right. And that was like 92. So okay. uh, we're on this. I'm on this lower tour already. That's Rocky yeah. Padilla. So I threw Hispanic MCs in there. So now it's both of us on tour, me and my boy George Estrada. Right. And I'm so I'm doing a 30 minute set as Rocky Padilla, opening yes. up for the Hispanic MCs. Oh wow. Yeah. So that's how that happened. And then we're opening up for Lighter Shade of Brown, you know, DWTX, rest in peace. And then open up for Frost and uh, High C was there a couple times. Yeah. Um, yeah. Big names were always there, Dub C and on the Snoop and yeah. everybody. Awesome, man. Yeah, that was crazy. Beautiful stories, and it's bringing back a lot of good yeah. memories. Uh, um, for people that may not know, let me ask you a kind of a, 
off-the-wall question. Um, do you remember when you first heard your song on the radio? Uh, yeah. I want to say the 80s. That, yeah. that one in the limo. The limo drive. <laughs> that was a limo drive, like 1988 or something. That's dope, man. That's dope. Yeah, that's crazy. It was, yeah, it was wild, man. We're all driving in the limo, and we had it on Power 106 anyway. Yeah. And then you hear, I don't know if you remember Weekend Toys, but it started off with my brother. It was a piano. Yeah. And they started playing. I'm like, what the heck? That's us. So we parked it, and we were going crazy. Awesome, man. That was wild. You know, and that's one thing that the majority of today's, whether they're singers or whether they're rappers. Yeah. I know I know they have Spotify. They have YouTube. Now they, they do, yeah, things, yeah. But many of them will possibly never, ever hear their song on the airwaves. Right. That's almost a thing of the past. Yep. It's like these radio stations have it locked who they're going to play, and that's pretty much it. That's it. You know, today, uh, I guess some of these, you know, some people feel like, well, I got 50,000 views on YouTube. You know what? That's all love. Yep. But we come from a generation where you had to be dope to be played on the radio. Exactly. You know. So. We, we still have love now. We got Jimmy Reyes on the radio. That's our that's our boy, man. 104.7. Yes. He'll play. He's playing uh, my, my homegirl, Mariah Avila, which is just yeah. blowing up. Yes. Yeah, that's my, my lady's girl, man. We, uh, we hang out with her a lot. And he plays her music. So we still have, a, you know, one or two out yeah. there that'll help us, which is yeah. cool. It's a beautiful thing. Yeah. As a matter of fact, she was here as well. And, oh, okay. And she sang. Yes. Uh, 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 I interviewed her, and at the very end, she brought DJ Cazell on. Yes. Yeah. yeah so what as a matter you? of fact, I think they performed like over the weekend, didn't they? It was yesterday. Yes. Yesterday. Yeah. At yeah. Citadel. Citadel? Yeah. At Citadel with uh, Los Lobos. That's dope. I was man. watching. That it was beautiful, man. <laughs> That's awesome. Yes. That's awesome. You, you know, it's funny because... Back in the days, like for an example, uh, give us an estimate, like in the early 90s, our car show crowd concert, about how many people would you say were there? Wow. In front of you. Just at the, rough at the LA Sports Arena, they were talking 30,000 people at one time. They were talking 50,000 people at one time, 100,000 people at the Coliseum. Yes. Um, the smallest venue was probably 5,000. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. We opened up for uh, New Kids in the Block one time. It was wild, man. They were like, they were big time back then. And yeah. we just happened to open up for them out of nowhere. He got us in, let's play, let's play some songs. Let's do it. People <laughs> seen us, 500,000, whatever it was, seen us. And it was crazy. You know, and, and today, if you look at those, the size of those, of those crowds, once again, a lot of these younger kids today will probably never experience that. Yeah. You know. But you know what they do get? They do get the likes. Yes. They get 500,000 likes and... I mean, it's not the same, but still, and that's right. that's how easy it is now to get right. viewed. Back then, you had to go out and pay money to go see somebody, period. Yeah. And they couldn't see no phone. There was no phones that would do it. No YouTube. No, I mean, well, we have MySpace. Yeah. That was really it. And I think that was, what, 2005, 2006? Yeah. Somewhere around there. After that, yeah. The 2000s. It, now, the difference, I think, today uh, of performing and back then, I like it more back then because... People walked in there with no cell phones, and they were all jamming. You know, when you would say throw Having your hands in the air, yes. they all threw their hands in the air, okay? Now all you see is this. Yeah. Everybody with phones. <laughs> Many of them are not even enjoying the concert because they're too busy. You know? Well, you know what they're doing? They're showing their friends that they're there. Yeah. So that's all they're doing. They're just, they're just a game. I'm here. Look at, look at, look at, I'm here. Look at. Instead of enjoying the thing, they're showing other people that they're there. That's true. It's crazy. That's true. So now, so Hispanic MCs, how far does Hispanic MCs go before it pretty much, uh, um, if you will, want to call it breakup? Right. Well, 
You got to remember, it started in the early 90s. So yes. I was on tour with War already from 89 or something. They, we jumped on a tour in 92. We went on tour with War in 92. Wow. We uh, did a song called Don't Let No One Get You Down with War. You can find it on YouTube. Yeah. We did a video, me and my buddy. Um, 92 all the way to 2000. We were touring. Yeah. We kept touring to 2002, 2005. We were touring on that one song. Wow. It was crazy. We did like four songs total. We never brought an album out. We just did those four songs on the Lowrider soundtracks. People were loving it. They were like, hey, who's these guys? So now the people that went to go see us back in the 90s, what is it now? 30 years later? 40 years later? Yeah. 30 years? 30 years. They're probably in their 50, 40s now, 50s now. Yeah. And they're probably wondering, whatever happened to Hispanic MCs? Well, I kept doing it. My yeah. buddy George, he went and lived his life. He's doing his thing. We talk, you know, once a month or something. Right. But he still has aspirations, you know, music. Okay. But we're still, you know, okay. live. We did a reunion four years ago for uh, DJ Kazell. Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm glad you brought that up as far as your singles because somebody had asked me, uh, can you ask him that they ever drop an album because all I have is cassette singles? That's all it was. Okay. It was on the soundtracks, on mm -hmm. the Lowrider Magazine soundtracks. Uh-huh. And uh, we have, I have um, a few albums, 12-inch uh, albums, mm -hmm. that I have personally that I just found about six months ago. So that to me, that's that's a collector's item because I mean, not too many people have them. I look on the internet; they're selling them for like fifty bucks, hundred bucks. So hmm. if you have them, you know that's cool. But a lot of people don't. It's crazy. Okay. Now, uh, for the people that may be asking, ask him: Did he ever do anything outside of um, Hispanic MCs as far as collabs? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I was on a lot of rappers uh, back in two thousand two, three, four, five. I mean. Oh man, Mr. Give D. Us a couple of names, yeah. I was with uh, Chino Grande, Frost. We did one. Me and Frost did like two, I think, two or three. But there was a bunch of guys that I did. I did maybe 30, 40 rappers that I've been a artist on. Okay. That you can find on the internet. Uh huh. Yeah, there's a lot. But I did a lot of collabs with those people. That, okay. Yeah. So, so this whole time you've just stayed active. You just oh, yeah. continued yeah. To, to to play, to sing, to now. Uh, can the people expect uh, Rocky Padilla to continue rapping? No. <laughs> <laughs> That's a big fat no. <laughs> okay. Uh, I want to bring something out because you you gave it to me. Yes, yes, yes. Okay. You gave me the Rocky Padilla limited edition volume one. That one I made on my own with, uh, let me tell you who's featuring. Okay. A guy by the name of Frankie Fade, which is excellent singer, songwriter. Okay. A guy by the name of Bobby Ross Avila Jr. Yes. We all know him. Yes. That's one of the baddest Chicanos you're ever going to hear out there. Now, correct me if I'm wrong. Wasn't he one of the first Chicanos, at least that we knew, that was playing talk box? Yep. That was him, huh? But better yet, he was playing talk box great. That's the key. Yeah. A lot of people play talk box, but a lot of people do that, but he's the only one out there that I can say is one of the baddest talk box persons that play it. Yeah. In the industry. Yeah, because that was like, I heard of him in the 90s. Oh, you should hear him now, bro. Uh, you're going to hear him on those albums right okay, there. Okay. He's all over that clear one right there, which is not even out, bro. That's a collector's item right there. So, okay. you know, you got a few of those. Yeah, Give I'm them to your, your loved ones and people that are, are Rocky Padilla fans. The other yeah. one that I gave you. This one or this one? No, the one over there, the Down With Three. Okay, the Down With Three. Down With Three, if you guys don't know, is one of the baddest bands around. And one of the baddest Chicano bands around, but they they go they play jazz, R and B, funk, old school. So 
I try to emulate them because they're so bad. They're yeah. so badass. So, you know, my band, the Rocky Padilla band and Down With Three go hand in hand. But okay. those guys are amazing. You got to check out Down With Three if you haven't checked them out. They're okay. on this album that I have. Uh, we brought out with uh, Bobby Ross Avila. It is, it is dope. Okay, before we get into this one, share a little bit about this one. Now that one, uh, New Beginning, is, uh, I want to say we brought it out early 2000, 2001, okay. 2002. So we brought it out on our own, myself, okay. uh, my mom and dad, my brother. Uh, there's stuff in there that you don't find anywhere. Okay, okay. And I got a lot of those. I, I just found um, 2,000 of them somewhere in my, in my garage. So I want to be letting them go pretty soon, you know, but okay. you got the first ones in your hands. Okay. Dope, dope. Now this one. That one, everybody, it's the Rocky Padilla um that's the main one that everybody i don't care how many people i ran into say they had it stolen okay so that's the one that people steal from your car that and they say let me borrow it and they never give it back yes that's the main one that to this day people say that let okay. me let me borrow that cd is that the, oh that's that mexican i can sing oh man and they never <laughs> give it back so the people that lost it, they bought it again. Let's talk a little bit about this one. What year did this one come out? That was about 89, 90, okay. uh, 91. We're working out for three years. Um, that was the very first one that Bill Walker and I did together. Um, I did. I actually did all the music on one keyboard. So I did the bass, the keys, the drums, and um, everything was done on the keyboard live. So I didn't, I didn't do anything else but right. played it live. My brother came in on sax, played the sax. Wow. Uh, I had a couple of, well, on that one, oh, it was just sax. I'm sorry, not the other one. No, and, no, that was all live, yeah. And this one's Eastside Records. Eastside Records. Well, you got to remember, it was Thump Records, and then uh, Richard from Noak Records, he bought it out, and then now it's Eastside Records. So they sell at Eastside Records still. Wow. Wow. I, I mean, look. I've seen this everywhere, okay? This CD was everywhere. Yes, okay? it's crazy. Steve Yano used to sell this CD. Yes, he did. You know, you know so that's awesome. And, and thank you. You know what? I'm going to have you autograph this for me. Of course. What, what, what I'm going to do is that because I know you brought me a stack. Here's what I want to do. Okay. Whoever, this is just me because I want to sell mine. Okay. Whoever buys, I don't care if you buy one CD. I don't care if you buy the bundle or the high CCD. I'm going to throw one of these in there. There you go. You know, and just give it to you guys. And okay? I got a lot more, bro. So if you need more, you let me know, and I'll okay. come deliver them to you. So, and if you guys buy a bundle, or even if you buy just one CD, I'll throw it in there uh, for you because I got a, I got a handful of these. Hey, so. but don't be afraid. It's only a Chicano getting down, all right? <laughs> <laughs> now, 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 let me ask you this, okay? Um, this CD comes out uh, um, before we go to break. We have a couple of minutes. This okay. CD comes out. What was the response that you got? It was huge. And let me tell you why. It was Lowrider Magazine promoting it. Wow. So when that CD came out, they were promoting Confessing a Feeling, which blew up on the radio. Yeah. Everybody playing it in San Diego, L.A., um, all the way to uh, New Mexico, you know, Albuquerque, Denver, Texas. So they're playing that. So every time Lowrider Magazine went on tour, I was at the tour yeah. singing that song. So they kept buying them, buying them, selling them, buying them, selling them. So, Confessing the Feeling was the main song on that song. And then, of course, I Wish You Love, Joe yeah. Batan, which yeah. is another story I got to tell you. Yes. 
Um, okay. That's another song on there everybody loves. Okay, cool. I'll tell you what, we're going to break. We'll come back and we'll pick up with that. Okay. That story and then some more music. Of course. Awesome. Uh, uh, I definitely want to let people know where uh, eventually, hopefully, they'll see you again or what does Rocky Padilla have coming out. Yes, So we'll definitely. talk about that when we get back. So once again, everybody, uh, make sure you guys go get yourself a couple of more beers. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get myself a beer, probably even a shot. I'm going to offer so? this man a beer. If he doesn't want one, but you know what? I'll drink it all myself. I might as well. Yes. But once again, <laughs> call somebody, take somebody, slap the shit out of somebody and let them know that Rocky Padilla is in the building. That's I, right. I want to respect the little grandbabies watching. So. That's right. <laughs> All right, my brother. We'll be back in 10 minutes. Bye, Ellie. <laughs> Welcome back, everybody, to Rolling Radio, episode 89. And I'm sitting here with none other than the lowrider legend himself, Rocky Padilla. How you doing, Rocky? Doing well, brother. Listen, I got a couple, three things I got to mention. Okay. Royalty yes. wants you, or oh, he wants to hear Sad Girl, even if it's just a little snippet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sad Girl. And then I have my homegirl, Magic Girl, uh, uh, who's great on the talk box. She said one day she wants to make some fire with you, music, okay, okay. musically. Okay. And then my boy, Cujo the Savage, my homie from the Harbor area. Oh, that's the homie right there. Yeah. yeah. He, he says he wants, he, he, it would be an honor if one day he could have a chance to work with you because he's a huge fan of yours. Most definitely. Heck yeah. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah, that's awesome. my homie right there. That's the, and another shout out to uh, MC Pancho, man, my brother, man, right there. Yeah. yeah, he's doing big things. MC Pancho, awesome, man. As a matter of fact, I need to get him back on here. He was on here New Year's night, 2020. Oh, okay. Yeah, he was on here. Great, great. That episode. was right before all this craziness happened, right? All this craziness jumped out. I think 2020 is going to go down in history as probably the worst year Seriously. ever. Bro. January was Kobe Bryant, man. Oh, man. I couldn't believe that. And then much love, much respect to um, the gentleman. He's not uh, the Black Panther man. Oh, yeah. He just passed, right? Yeah, yeah. Chadwick. Chadwick. Chadwick Bozeman. Chadwick Bozeman. Much love, much respect. Rest in peace. Yeah. Keep his family in prayer. And then there's another Mexican comedian, uh, Loco Valdez. May he rest in peace. Another great oh, Mexican really? comedian. Another one. Yes. Wow. So, uh, um, I served. I got you a beer. Got you a shot. But you know what? Go ahead and um, let's take a toast. And you know what I always say: to a long and prosperous life, brother. Yes, please. Okay. So, salud. Royalty, here comes Sad Girl, I guess, right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I want to know who the Sad Girl is he's talking about. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Maybe he's just sad. It's <laughs> <laughs> going to you, my brother. How you been, Royalty? It's been a while, brother. I hope all is well. I hope uh, you're blessed. Uh, I'm blessed myself. So I just want to say thank you for uh, tuning in, uh, everybody out there. I'm going to do a couple songs right now back to back, so I hope you don't mind. The dollar dance. <laughs> Sad girl, you look so sad. Did he break your heart? Well, gee, that's too bad. I guess now you see. Oh, how we can be sad girl Forget that guy Come on, let's smile now Please don't you cry 
Get a hold of yourself, come on in, find someone else. Open up your heart, girl. Make a set and make a brand new start. Please don't you cry, just go out and find yourself another guy. Send, girl, you just hold your head high. Things are really gonna change, I know, whoa, as time goes by. Because that's the way love goes. And I don't wanna know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Everybody's somebody's fool. And you're no exception to the room. So please, pretty baby, everybody's at a good thing. Your day is gonna come, I know When you find a love that's so true One love, baby, yeah, yeah, yeah One love that's made for you ooh, 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 ooh. Oh, yeah Awesome, awesome. So Hello. so the message was if you're a sad girl, just go out and find yourself another guy. That's yeah, it. Yeah, and it starts with this right here. Yes, that's it. <laughs> It'll make you happy and then you move along, you know, you find someone. You move yeah. along, you do better. <laughs> I encourage you. <laughs> hey, how about one more right here? Let me do another one. Uh, one of my favorite artists, uh, Marvin Gaye. Mercy, mercy me Oh, things ain't what they used to be No, no Where did all the blue skies go? Poison is the wind that blows from the north And south and the east Oh, mercy, mercy me Oh, things ain't what they used to be No, no or wasted on the ocean upon our seas fish full of mercury oh oh mercy mercy me oh things ain't what they used to be radiation underground and in the sky animals and birds are by dying Somebody make some noise out there. Come on. Yeah. I'm still here. After telling you so long. I'm still here, baby After saying that I'd be gone 
that maybe I was just talking out of my head But baby, if I wasn't, can I take back what I said? Cause when I need someone, hey baby, you're right there, homie When I need someone, ooh wee girl, you're right there to kiss me When I want some understanding, yeah, yeah Your love don't resist me, and you're here and I'm so glad that I'm still here I'm still here Yeah Come on Ellie Now I'm still here Yeah I'm still here Ooh, 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 ooh. ooh. Oh, yeah, yeah You know it's all good Right here in the hood With my brother Tony A He's got it going on And my baby Monique Right in the back of me He's got it going on Everybody knows I'm a chicken man, yeah. Nothing but brown love in the house. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You, oh, oh. everybody don't go. Thank you for watching. I just got one one request, one request, if you can. Yes. Uh, you got anything good on Brenton Wood? Oh, yeah. Woo! If I can find the words, I'll sing all head dance songs. <laughs> Lovey Dovey Kind of Loving is my, probably my favorite song. Oh, that's a great one. If you have that one. Let me see if it's in here. Uh, let me put his face on here. Hold on. Let me see. Royalty said he needs you on his next album. So... Time to get at me, dog. I said, get at me. Uh, make sure you have cash. Uh, that's what cash on the line? <laughs> <laughs> hey, nowadays it's Zelle. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. <laughs> Back in the day, it was just straight cash, man. I had no, a girl it's... that wanted to pay me in table dances. I told her no. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, I'm married now. You can't do that right now. Yeah. I mean, yeah. 20 years ago, maybe. <laughs> mm. All right. You got your little cup still, still yes, there? Yes, yes, yes. All right. Bring it over here. All right. Let me see if I can find. While, while I'm looking at, yeah. looking for this one, um... This is about to go dead, so let me do. Uh, I know, I know one. If you could freestyle it, yeah. And I like the way you love me. Oh, yeah. Oh, every time you kiss me, drills me from my head to feet. And I tell myself, deep down inside, there won't be no one else for me. And I like the way you love me, love me, love me. Oh, yeah. Oh, and I like the way you thrill me. 
thrill me so And I like it, I like it also And I tell myself Deep down inside there won't be no one else for me And I like the way you love me Oh yeah Oh <laughs> I was about to slow dance by myself, man. <laughs> That's right. Awesome, brother. Thank you. Thank you. I, that was beautiful, man. Thank you. Ah. Okay, one last one for the, for the road. Let's do this. You're blessed, brother. Thank you, brother. Stay blessed. Thank you so much. Everybody, I hope you guys are enjoying it. Yeah. If you guys are enjoying it on the live chat, drop some hearts that you guys love it. There you go. Drop some hearts. Okay. But yeah, Brent Wood is the she is knit. Oh, that's my okay. brother, man. Yeah, Brent Wood. Maybe one day I'll get him in here too. You know, we kind of been yeah. in the talk, so we'll see if we can make that happen. But uh, so now, for the people out there that are watching this and they're loving it, what could they expect from Rockapadia going forward? Well, see, this is where it gets good now. Okay. So. I met up with my boy DJ Kazell, which I've been, that's been my boy for, you know, 30 some odd years. Yes. DJ Kazell is a master at what he does. You know him, you yes. know he's a DJ, you know, but I don't know if everybody knows that he's a, he's a producer. He's of course a executive producer, but he's a promoter, big time promoter now. He's doing big things right now is, uh. His DJing skills are off the charts. There's nobody yes. that can touch him right now. I'm yes. sorry, you know, with all due respect, you know, Tony G had his run. Julio G had their run. But I had my run. You had your run. But right now, it's Kazell. Yeah. DJ Kazell is one of the baddest DJs, bar none. And we got together. We talked. He said he was doing big things. I said, man, if you need me, I'm here, brother. Yes. I'm not signing nobody. I'm just doing freestyle here and there. He said, of course, my brother. You know, you're with us. I said, all right, cool. So he got together with 459, my brother Ruben Garcia, and a bunch of his, all his brother, his brother, uh, is one of the baddest promoters of Freddie G, and he has a whole camp. Um, goes by Industry Music Group, excuse me. Industry Music Group is the hottest label right now. So he got together an idea. DJ Kazell Presents is his uh, professional thing that he does with Bobby D, yeah. um, Bruce Soto and them. So he, he's been on tour with them until this pandemic, but DJ Kazell Presents is the promotional thing that was bringing out all these artists, all these shows, these oldie shows. He hired my band to be the backup band. Oh, so it's been nothing but love between me and him. Yes. So he has an idea and it's in his mind. And he told me a little bit of it. And I go, well, great, brother. I'm here. Whatever you need, you know, use my 40 years experience to your, to your advantage. Yes. So uh, he got his thing together. 459. He's the, uh, how would you say, the uh, associate producer, road manager. They came to me, which he does a lot. He, he comes to me, Rocky, you know, what do you, you know, what do you think about this? Oh, yeah, check this out. This is what I feel. He goes, hey, can you get any girl singers? Oh, yeah. I sing. I have girl singers on my band all the time. Okay. At the time where he wanted this girl, at, I was playing at the La Marada Swap Meet, mm -hmm. Santa Fe Springs. 
<laughs> I had Tina Aldana, one of the baddest singers you're ever going to hear. Look okay. her up, Tina Aldana, on stage with me. And I had Mariah Avila singing background with me. Yes. Tina Aldana was already signed to somebody. Because I was going to her first, yeah. if not second, that was Tina. She was already signed. My next person next to her was my other choice, which was Mariah Avila. So it was both of them, one and two right there. That was gonna be, I wanted them to be one and two, one and one, whatever you call it. Mariah Avila, I go, hey, you wanna do this? And she goes, hell yeah, I do. Jumped on it right away. I introduced her to Cazelle, and they just bonded, bro. Four, awesome. five, nine, they all bonded. And look at Mariah now. Yeah. Blowing up yes. out the water. And that happened because- Great singer. Yes, one of the baddest singers around. And she gives me my props, and I give her her props. Absolutely. Oh, my goodness, she's so good. So it all started out with Cazelle believing in me, taking him some great talent. So he met her, and the rest is history. And who knows? Where she, and then it gets better. Cazelle had faith in that, and he also had faith in a gentleman that was coming up by the name of Joseph Quinones. That boy is unbelievably bad. Now, this guy came to Cazelle, and they worked their deal out. Hey, man, the guy, okay, cool. So they, and, and Cazelle told me this, I got a guy that wants to come in, because I was going to put a studio and do the thing. And he goes, I got a guy named Joseph uh, Quinone. I go, oh, yeah. I look on the internet. God damn, this boy's bad. Yeah, he is. I go, go with him, man. Yeah, he's the choice you go with. His sound is now. Yes. He's the bomb. And he's been with Cazelle ever since, what, two years? Of him? Yeah. Just for the, for the public that have been asking for an interview with him, uh, Cazelle just uh, has to give me a date. Okay. But, but he said that, you know, he's good. Oh, my goodness. Wait till yeah. you have him here, bro. Oh, my goodness. That boy's bad. Yes. I got nothing but respect and love for that gentleman that does everything that I can do. We can do the same. Right. But he has a whole different style. He's yes. coming from another generation. And, and that's the dope thing that both of you guys are so dope but different. Yes. And that's what makes you guys unique. Yes, yes. So. I play the bass, you know, I do, that's my thing, and I sing at the same time. Right. He plays keys, he plays guitar, he plays bass, he plays different drums. I play drums, you know, yeah. we do the same kind of similar, but right. his style is just, it's ordinary. It's its one of a kind. Yes. So he yeah. got together with Mariah, and they brought a bomb album. I don't know if you heard the whole album, but. Yeah, I have the album. Woo! It, it is a, a... Then it gets better. If that wasn't enough, it gets better. He signed me to the same, um, the same record label, Industry Music Group. Is bringing out Rocky. I want to say maybe in a few months. Okay. We recorded some songs already with Joseph Quinones as the writer and the producer. Rocky Padilla singing and Joseph Quinones on the music and the producer production. Ex executive producer Cazelle. Wait till you hear this incredible tone that's coming out. Okay. Let me share something with you. I interview Mariah Avila here. Okay. And after the interview, Cazelle pulls me to the next room. He goes, come, I want to show you something. I want, I want you to hear something. I said, okay, cool. He plays it just on his phone. Oh, okay. So I'm listening to it. And maybe a verse, a verse, oh, you know, and I'm like, that's fucking hard, man. That's uh, like, who in the hell is that? He said, <laughs> Rocky Padilla. <laughs> that's exactly, okay, there you he go. He goes, but we're calling him Rocky. Yeah, Rocky. And, and I was like, are you, that's him? And he said, yes. He goes, he goes and Joey Quinones, he said, just watch, Tony. Just watch. And I was like, dude, I'm, and I told you before, that shit sounded amazing, bro. Oh, man. I thank sounded you for that. amazing, you for that. bro. Uh, you and him together. Uh, it's I insane. Know, I know your grandbabies are watching, but can't nobody with that. Okay? <laughs> Ow! 
So that's all I'm going to say. And I appreciate that. Hey, you guys be looking out. Thank that's you. That's all I'm going to say. Not to mention, Joseph Quinones be backing up Trish Toledo, all yes. her songs. And E-Dub and all them, he works with everybody. Oh, my goodness. This guy is incredible. So I'm, I'm lucky enough to be with Industry Music Group, which is the new uh, label that's coming out now. Yeah. It's only been out about a year. But wait yeah. till you see what they got coming up. They got a lot of great stuff coming up. IMG. You know, it's funny because that was the name of my old hood. When they walked in here with IMG shirts, I was like, <laughs> I said, was that Insane Mexican Gang? Oh, you know? remember that? Oh, what a trip. Wow. Yeah, I remember that. So so, so, so now, um, okay, when can people expect a taste of Rocky's new record or new single or, you know? Well. I, I know you can't put really a date on it, possibly. Right, right, right. But I've been teasing everybody because I have a radio show every sunday okay from four to six p.m okay icon radio okay with my brother wicked willie he's okay. the producer um Cazelle is one that started that that as well okay so i have my own radio show on sundays every sunday from 4 p.m to 6 p.m and i play my oldie here and you'll hear the new one coming out okay a little touch of it but, little but, taste uh, of it. But, but please promote that on where people that are listening right now can go find it. Yes. Because, I mean, we're going to get a lot of views here and people are going to want to be like, okay, where can I listen? Industry to? Music Group. They're going to have the all the details, Industry okay. Music Group. So that website is coming out soon. I don't know. It might be out now. I okay. haven't I haven't gotten in touch with uh, 459. Okay. So as soon as that comes out, it's going to be all over the internet, Facebook and uh, okay. Instagram. So, excuse me. I had I closed down my old Rocky Padilla uh, Facebook. Yes. 5,000 fans with, 2,000 people waiting to be my friends. But you know what? I got caught up on the political thing. I got caught up with the sports team. So that was just nonsense. She was tired of it. I was tired of it. I just said, you know what? I'm canceling this thing and I'm starting over fresh. That's a good So thing. I got Industry Music Group 459 is going to open up a whole new website under Rocky. Oh. That's the only way you can find it. And like places like you, I can be here and I could be on the website. Only a few people that are going to have it. Okay. Awesome. Awesome. Uh, any dates on a first single, possibly? Or um, I mean, I know you you have the radio station going on, right? But uh, can people expect possibly hard copies for the old school hits? Like, well, they're making hard copies. They're making uh, uh, what are you going? Forty five and forty five. Yeah, forty fives, and uh, we're making an album. It's, it's coming awesome. back, I guess. Yeah. It, well, isn't that wild? I just bought me a turntable the other day. <laughs> Let me tell you why. Because I have ten thousand albums in my my mom's garage. Right. That we finally went through, and I go, whoa. We got everything in there. I used to be in, uh, what do you call those things back in the day? Oh, record pools? Record pool. Yeah. So they were sending me stuff every week. So I had to buy a, a record player that's Bluetooth. Yeah. Oh, wow. And you could plug it into the computer and, and download it now. Wow. That's Isn't amazing. that crazy? Yeah, it, that, that's amazing. 70 bucks. You buy a damn turntable on freaking Amazon and I can put it all on my computer now. And I still have my uh, my 1200s, you know what I'm saying? I wish I had mine. <laughs> Wow, so 45, that, that's amazing. Okay, yeah. so check it out. Can people just expect singles? Uh, um, with, with the singles, are we going to see visuals? Yes, we're doing video. Uh, the only thing messing me up with this pandemic nonsense, man. It is. You it's, know? it's cock blocking uh, everything. Bro. But, you know, people are getting sick. My family just got sick this past week. The Torres family mm -hmm. from Asusa. My Uncle Joe, man, Torres, he's a fighter, man. And he's like... Oh man, we just lost my Thea Connie and 
you know, he's strong, but yeah, he's, yeah. he's in the hospital. We're we're praying, you know, and yeah. then a couple yeah. of my cousins got it. So much prayers to the Taurus family out there from yeah. Asusa. They're all fighting the COVID thing. So it's a real deal. It hit home. Okay. So that's the only reason why I really haven't done a video yet. Okay. And I'm lucky I'm here with you guys because yeah. I'm trying to make sure she's safe and my daughter yeah. and my granddaughter, of course, of course. as yeah. well as you are, you know, yeah. we do all, we all do the same. Yeah. But that's the only reason why I don't uh, do a video yet. I don't, I'm not into that yet. But okay. soon we'll be there. Okay, so people can expect it. Yes. Uh, a new song, can you say it will be out this year? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Because I know you've been teasing them with it. You've been playing with it on yes. your radio station. Yes. So your radio station is what again? And where can they find it? Icon Radio. Icon Radio. Icon Radio every Sunday from 4 to 6 so p.m. So internet. Internet. Okay, great. Yes. Great. So you guys look that up. You guys can hear his music. Um, and I play whatever. I talk. I'm an MC, so I do all the talking. Send me some of your stuff. I'll play it on my, you know, I'll have my awesome. people listen. And, you know, because a lot of your people don't know me. A lot of my people don't know you. So we'll interact right. and we'll get each other to know each other. Awesome. People. Awesome. Uh, so now... Can we expect eventually an album, or is it just going to be single, EP, or? Well, we're doing, uh, it seems like it's singles now, right. and then we have uh, an EP in the making. Okay. Four to five songs we're bringing out. Then, of course, uh, Mariah's still doing all her, he did, I don't know if you heard, but she did one of the greatest songs, so I'm right after her. So Mariah's out, right. now it's me, Rocky Padilla, well, Rocky now, and then Mariah, then Rocky. So we're just going back and forth, then when he's... Kazal has more people that he's bringing in, so it's just it's 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 crazy and it's incredible what he's doing. Awesome, awesome. Other than that, man, at this time, you want to give a shout out. Anything else you want to share? Does Rocky have a clothing? Does Rocky have a website? Does Rocky this? Anything? This is your floor. This is my lady slash manager, yes. uh, Monique Valenzuela. She does all my shirts, my merchandise. Her and my mother, Olga Padilla, that's my uh, my original manager. She took care of me. She still takes care of me. Yes. So they both take care of me. This is my better half, Monique. And then I have, of course, my father, Daniel Padilla, is my my biggest uh, supporter, my biggest fan. I'm his biggest fan. So um, besides them, it's just my, my kids, Jackie Padilla, Andrew Padilla, my oldest son. And then uh, Melody, the 15-year-old, I told her about, I told you about her already, Melody yes. Padilla, and then uh, Danielle. Garcia, which has baby Ellie, which I love, baby Ellie. I love all my grandkids. Yes. I love all my grandkids. Uh, CJ, Christopher, I love them to death. And these guys are incredible. Lily is amazing. When you see Lily and little Drew, they're so beautiful. They're all padillas <laughs> and they all, they bring shine to my heart. My son, Andrew, is a blessing to me. All my kids are blessings, but my son, Andrew, he just took over his kids for whatever reason, he's he's taking care of his kids and he's helped raising other kids with his, uh, his better half, yes, Sierra. Yes. So much love to my son and the grandkids, my daughter Jackie and Melody, and that's the one right there that takes care of me. Okay. And all my and all Taurus family, of course, the Padillas, the Gonzalez's, everybody out there. Um, Bill Walker, much love, and respect to yeah. him because okay. you know he lost his mom and which was a dear friend to me. You know, yes. much love. And um, Richard Sneed, which is doing big things. Okay. Uh, no Rock Records. I remember, you remember yeah, No Rock yeah, Records? Course, yeah, course. a good friend of mine right there. So just a lot of people out there that have been with me through day one. My yes. cousin Chaz, Krista, uh, my uncles, all my uncles, Richie, uh, Fido Rest in Peace, Alex Padilla. Yeah. Yeah. 
And then my aunts that passed away. There's a lot of Padillas, huh? Tony, Connie. <laughs> oh, my goodness. You don't even want to know how many, big, how big many families out there. Big families are a blessing, brother. Amy and Lily, rest in peace. So it's, it's just a, a lot of family and friends yes. that I love dearly, but we just can't, you know, we can't keep in touch as much like we want to. So much love yes. going out to all of them out there. What, um, well, first of all, how many grandbabies do you have? Four. Okay. One rest in peace. Okay. Yes. Okay. I have three, and uh, my daughter, my first grandbaby, were twins. So it's kind of like I hit it out of the ballpark the first time. Wow. Yeah. They're two years old now, and I love them to death. I wow. love them. I love them. So, uh, Don't they bring uh, a smile to your face every day? Oh, big time. Isn't it crazy? Big time. And then my other uh, um, grandbaby for my son, Israel, her name is uh, Emma, and I love her today. She's got blue, blue eyes like Ooh. my father. I call nice. her Abuelito eyes because she has my grandfather's eyes. Where's your grandfather from? Uh, Torreon, Coahuila. Wow. Yeah, he's from that. He. I rarely ever meet any other Mexican people from Torreon, Coahuila. I've, yeah. Yeah, I've never heard. What a trip. A lot of people, he met my mother. It's funny because my mother was a very, very dark woman. My dad like a straight white guy like John Elkins right here. You know, <laughs> blue eyes. Brother white, John. Yeah, white guy. Yeah, <laughs> 10 kids together. Wow. 10 kids. Beautiful. And, yeah, so... Uh, but my grandbabies, I love them. Uh, uh, Anthony, Vincent, and Emma. Right? Beautiful. It, it's almost like, like they're almost yours. Like yeah. They came from you. You know, it's an amazing. You get to family. send them home. That's a good thing, you know. And they don't <laughs> <laughs> I had to say that. You're no. like, I love you, mijo. Bye. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, no. But you know what? Uh, also, a big shout out to my grandma Bertha Gonzalez. Yes. Uh, Reina Padilla, she passed. My other grandma and Gilbert Gonzalez, rest in peace. My mom's uh, father passed. We have a lot of family, uh, Gonzalez family from uh, Texas. Okay. So from far Texas, McAllen, Texas. A lot of family out there. Awesome. awesome. And then the biggest shout out, going out to my granddaughter, Delilah, rest in peace. Yes, rest in peace. Awesome. Okay, uh, I'm going to go ahead and give them, uh, my shout out. So the three people that uh, had questions for or requests for Rocky, Rocky Padilla, um, once again, Royalty, you got your song, Magic Girl, it's in the works, Cujo. I got you, my brother. We're going to make it work. That's right. Uh, other than that, John motherfucking Elkins. This, fucking John, dog. Yeah, that, that, <laughs> he, he's the quarterback of all this, homie. Okay. You know, he's he just, John Elway. He just hands me the ball, <laughs> and I'm Emmitt Smith. It. That's it, homie. That's right. So, so uh, much love, much respect to John motherfucking Elkins. And then uh, my boy, DG, DG Media Clips, he takes care of all of our pictures. Amazing. Yeah, I love dude. his hat. Uh, uh, yes, absolutely. Dodger, baby. Yeah, Dodger, baby. Uh, to me, at Dallas, también. Hey, you know, yeah, I, mean, I got one just like it. <laughs> Uh, my son, um, what's his name? Damn, I said my son. What's, what's his, his name? name? <laughs> no, you know, <laughs> I'm trying to remember his IG name. My son, Brian B. Scanless, okay? But um, also my brother, Spice Smuggler. I can't mention what he sells because little kids are watching. Right, 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 right. right. But uh, other than that, Freaky Tales Podcast. Make sure you guys subscribe to Freaky Tales Podcast. We only had episode one. Eventually, we're going to talk about conspiracies. Yes, okay, my daughter eventually. loves that melody. Yes. She's all into that. So, uh, this past Friday, we talked about um, Ouija boards and haunted houses. So, in case you... Yeah, want... I, I closed my eyes on that shit. I don't, I don't listen to shit. I, I, I don't hear it. I don't right. hear it. <laughs> and, and this Friday coming up, we're going to have two different type of topics. And eventually, we're going to have guests and guests with better calling. So, make sure you guys uh, subscribe and uh, follow us on Freaky Tales Podcast uh, on Instagram. So, other than that... Um, you know what? If I, if I forgot to mention you, I'll get you on the next one. But Same here. <laughs> yeah. Like Miche La Nalgona. Miche La Nalgona. Miche La Nalgona. With these dips, 
Muchas gracias. Thank you for blessing us. Jen, Fashion Town, much love, much respect. God bless. We out of here. Can I say something real quick? Yes, sir. I want to thank this gentleman right here for doing big things, guys. You don't know. When I met him 20, 30 years ago, we were in the business, but we didn't think we were going to be doing this yes. 30 years later. Yes. So congratulations to you. Yes. Keep thank doing you, what you're brother. doing, brother. You're, you you got a platform. Thank you. Let's use it. Let's uh, also, I mean, I don't like getting political. I don't like doing this and that, but black lives matter and brown lives matter i'm sorry yes. that's the way i feel Absolutely. and i'm proud of what you're doing brother thank keep you doing brother. it and you have my support whatever you need from me i'm here my family we're all here for you likewise uh, if my brother rest in peace danny boy if he was here he'd be here with me playing the saxophone playing something so you would have had both of us here but thank you i'm representing my brother danny boy i love you brother yes thank you god bless you god brother. bless you brother all right you guys have a blessed night we'll see you guys wednesday